0: And anytime they tell you to stay home and everything's fine, everything is not fine. Right? You know what I'm saying? It's like listen, especially these, especially these motherfuckers that's from a. Di- it's like oh, if everything's fine, then why don't you come visit? If everything's <laughs> fine, it reminds me of that time. Remember when? Uh, remember when? When? Uh, when Obama like fake sipped that uh, that water in in uh, Michigan? It's like no, oh, this this yeah. is all. Uh, yeah, yeah. He did, the, he did the classic, like, mm hmm. Welcome back to BS with Brian Simpson, episode 49 or 50. This is 50, baby. Big 50. Big 50, celebration. Um, It doesn't mean that much. Um, maybe episode 100, I'll do some counts. But yeah, we're back. I don't know if anything is significant. You know, so the Super Bowl was yesterday. You're watching this, it was like Sunday. And um I'm shocked at the amount of people that don't like Rihanna. You know what I mean? Did you watch the Super Bowl, Rob?
1: Nope. Okay. I saw part of it while I was at the gym. Well, but I didn't really well watch it. Rihanna
0: was the halftime show. And she did this whole performance, and she's six months pregnant. And 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 so everyone that was watching the game with me was like, "Holy shit!" And then I go on Twitter this morning, and people are like, "She ain't even move around that much." And I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" She was, bro. She was killing that shit. She was six months pregnant. You know what that's I mean? That's insane, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. To, I mean, everyone would have understood if she'd have been like, "I'm a, I, you know, I'm gonna have to back out." But, but she did the shit and like did the damn thing though, you know. And um, and I my, saw another criticism. My
1: wife the- is my wife is like almost six months pregnant and she can't do anything,
0: right? <laughs> she- <laughs> Let alone a half time. And, and bro, and when I tell you like, the show started out with her like on this platform that was raised like I don't know forty feet in the air or something. So like dangerous. You know, very risky. I mean, you fall off that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it's a wrap. But it was it was just very well very well stylized for somebody that could that couldn't move that much because she was still dancing and doing doing stuff. But I mean, but you could obviously tell like she's pregnant. You know what I mean? But for people to be for that to be the criticism, I mean, you know, because I put it in my top five Super Bowl half times. You know
1: what else is in your top five Super Bowl half times?
0: Uh, Michael Jackson is number one okay sick um prince prince is number two um beyonce did the damn thing um uh was it bruno mars
1: bruno mars did
0: one that, um, that
1: people seem to like a lot
0: yeah so that that one might be debatable rihanna might be four nah oh that's tough that's tough. Rihanna, Rihanna might be three, actually. Yeah, so so I mean without any particular What about
1: what about what about what about Timberlake and uh Jackson? Uh
0: no, I was not a fan of Timberlake's halftime. <laughs> um no, oh you mean the original one with Janet Jackson?
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So he
0: did one by himself recently. Uh, oh
1: no! I was thinking the one where he. Uh,
0: no, that was actually ex- a, that was actually an iconic Super Bowl. That might be in the top five too. You know, I I, I really yeah. sit down and think about the list, but Rihanna's definitely in the top five. Isn't it? Is no debate. About okay. Yeah. You know the expectations. I don't know what the expectations were, but I I'd forgotten that she was pregnant. I didn't know because I don't follow like celebrity stuff like that. You know. Right, right. Right. So when, you know, so it took me a while to realize. I was like, wait a minute, is she pregnant? <laughs> Holy, what the fuck? Holy Ali Wong, Batman! Okay, um, we have we got a lot of emails. Um, man, some of these are heavy. Well, Brian,
1: Brian, Brian, one of the things you said was like not, nothing's going on right now. I feel I feel the exact opposite. I feel like there's I mean, way too much I, My shit my my, right now.
0: my mind is just blank at the moment. You know, it, it, maybe it's just because like because I I have my uh, my S twenty three Ultra coming, and when I'm getting a new gadget, I get like. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like all I think about. You know, it's on oh, okay. the truck right now. It's on. It's out for delivery a day earlier than oh, I see. expected. So, uh, you know, that's what's going on. That's the most <laughs> thing on the forefront of my mind at this moment. I'm sure shit has happened this week. Clue me in, Rob. What are...
1: Last week, there was a huge uh, earthquake in Turkey and Syria. Oh, yeah, fuck. Fucking how many people died? Of them. And then the fucking ohio train crash is insane to me
0: so i don't know about that
1: and it's spelled east palestine but it's palestine is how they say it in ohio so east palestine there was a train that uh derailed and they and it was carrying toxic chemicals and they blew up the train on purpose on purpose and launched all of these chemicals up into the air, and now there's like, they, they evacuated people, and then they told them to go back home, and people's pets are dying, there's birds falling out of the sky, there's dead fish that they're finding in the rivers and the lakes, there's dead animals like foxes and shit and squirrels that they're finding in the forest.
0: I don't see that in the Trello.
1: I don't. Look up, um, crews release toxic chemicals from derailed tankers in Ohio in the leftmost in BS50.
0: Uh, okay, yeah. Wow, these cons. So what was the what was the purpose of blowing up the train? So the 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 it's like a controlled demolition. Oh, because right? it was going to explode anyway.
1: Yeah, it was going to explode anyway. And and the the train was um it's a Nor- Norfolk Southern Railway is the train owner, and um, they have lobbied for pretty much as long as they've been around to relax um, federal regulations about how much dangerous shit they can transport and under what conditions on their trains, and so uh, they were they were transporting. Um, vinyl chloride, I believe is what it's called. Um, which is, which boils at room temperature. So, oh, shit. so it is put under pressure in these tankers. So it's shipped as a liquid in these high pressure tankers. And then, um, wait a minute, but, there doesn't, wait was, man,
0: but doesn't the, wait a minute, doesn't higher pressure lower the boiling point? No, no. Well, no. That, it's no, like that's backwards. It's, that's backwards. That's backwards. That's backwards. Yeah, Higher yeah, pressure yeah. raises
1: the boiling point. So they derailed, and it cracked the containment, the containers that had this vinyl chloride in it, and so they started leaking out. And when this stuff hits the hits, you know, one atmosphere of pressure, which is what's in the air, right? Uh, it starts boiling and turning into this noxious gas that goes up into the air, uh, and. I don't know exactly why it says crews released toxic chemicals into the air from five derailed tanker cars that were in danger of exploding Monday and began burning it after warning residents near the Ohio, Pennsylvania state line to leave immediately or face the possibility of death. Flames and black smoke billowed high into the sky from the derailment site late in the afternoon, about an hour after authorities said the controlled release would begin. The slow yeah, release later, of vinyl chloride from five rain, rail cars into a trough that was then ignited created a large plume above the village of East Palestine, but authorities said they were closely monitoring the air quality. So Thus Joe, far, no concerning readings have been detected.
0: Joe Biden says, the full support of the federal government. What does that mean? Uh, uh, nothing. So Shit, nothing. It's, so who? who the fuck is this guy? So the governor, Josh Shapiro said at a, brief, at a briefing uh, about three hours after the venting and burning procedure began, um, oh, he urged residents within the two-mile radius of the derailment to shelter in place and keep their doors and windows closed through the evening as a precaution. Uh, but Ohio Governor Mike DeWine earlier ordered evacuations in the area of the derailment and said... Uh, uh, oh, he said, "You just, you just need to leave. This is a matter of life and death." So, which one of those governors are you trusting? You know, I'm gonna go with Ohio. I'm gonna go with, when and anytime they tell you to stay home and everything's fine, everything is not fine, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like listen, especially these especially these motherfuckers that's from a. It's like if everything's fine, then why don't you come visit? If everything's <laughs> fine, it reminds me of that time. Remember when? Uh, remember when? When? Uh, when Obama? like fake sip that uh that water in <laughs> in uh Michigan. It's like no, this this yeah. is all uh, yeah. Yeah. He did the he did the classic like mm-hmm Mm-mm Yum. It's like I wanna see you. You gotta at least do that if you want me to stay home.
1: Right. This yeah, is this-, this is shaping up to be possibly the greatest ecological disaster in United States history. Really? And people really aren't talking about it. Yeah, because because the the um what's hilarious about this is have you seen the movie White Noise with Adam Driver? No. It's uh I think it's on Netflix. I saw it just it was pretty good. It wasn't great, but it was good. But um that takes place in Ohio. Uh, and it's essentially this exact same premise that there is, uh, a train derailment causing like an ecological disaster and everybody has to stay inside. And there are literally people who were extras cause it did, it filmed in Ohio. There were people who are extras in that movie who are being affected by this exact thing. Oh, happening. that's
0: insane. That's actually pretty funny. I'm sorry. That's it's, it's not funny, <laughs> but it is, it's something it's not, not funny. Looking for something different to cover up that hole in your wall? Display is the cool new metal poster you'll want in every room. Get your own artwork printed on a one-of-a-kind metal poster that only takes 20 seconds to install. They also have millions of designs available and officially licensed designs from Star Wars, Netflix, Call of Duty, and more. Your poster comes with a magnetic sticker, so you just pop it on the wall and hang your poster. No power tools, no wall damage. Easily switch out a new poster in seconds. See, I love that. That that's that's what a lot of people need, especially if you're renting. Because some of you, some people don't fucking understand. You can't put holes in the walls. Anyway, <laughs> click the link in our description to see some of my favorites and get your ready-to-hang piece of art. Save 22% if you buy one or two, and get 33% off when you buy three or more. The discount will be automatically applied to your cart when you click the link. Or use code BS when you visit display.com to get the discount. That's display.com, code BS or click the link in the show notes. We're going to take a break to talk about Diet Smoke. Diet Smoke makes federally legal premium THC products delivered right to your door. With so much THC variety, there's a Diet Smoke product for everyone. With melatonin blends for sleep and caffeine blends for on the move, elevate any vibe with Diet Smoke. One of my favorite things is caffeine and weed. Us Weekly just named Diet Smoke's Delta 8 gummies as best for beginners. And if you're an advanced player, Experienced users love the Delta 9 high for when they still want to function but can't melt into the couch. If you're ready for the perfect high, head over to dietsmoke.com and use code BS for 20% off your first order. That's 20% off with code BS at dietsmoke.com or click the link in the description. Diet Smoke, the beautifully balanced buzz. Anyway, the yeah. uh, what I don't get, though, is... Is okay. What what regulation would have stopped this? You said th- these guys have been lobbying to uh, to 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 re- reduce or reverse regulations on how much they can transport and and so on. Is there some yeah. specific thing like well they because it, because the problem clearly it, it, the, the problem isn't that they had too much of the stuff, right?
1: No, it's that it's that they had too much of the stuff under. Dangerous conditions. Yeah, because so, it seems so to me reason-
0: that that, that a, a train crash, like you should be able to put this shit in some kind of container, some kind of vessel, where a, where a train derailment doesn't bust the fucking thing open.
1: Correct. That's what it seems like. That tech, that technology exists, but it's more expensive, which means that and the, it's not required. Re- and it's not required. Now, there recently was a. Um, there recently was a planned uh strike by the rail workers to uh increase the safety requirements uh what one of the things that they were asking for was to increase the safety requirements and to raise the the number of people required to work on those so because that's one of the things that they do right the one of the ways that the railway uh makes more profit is they lobby for laws that reduce the number of people that need to work on these rail lines. So if they're running a skeleton
0: crew yeah, man, instead of sh- having that, that shit's wild, man. You know, I had this roommate in college, and when I say in college, I was in college very, very briefly. You know, six, seven months tops, nine months maybe. You know, but one of these guys, so, you know, so it's a bunch of it's a bunch of dudes living in a house. It was that kind of deal, and one of these guys, he didn't go to college. Two. One one of the guys had already graduated, but he owned the house. And the other guy wasn't there for school, but he loved trains. He, like, loved working for the railroad. Yep. Yeah, he, he was one of these, like, quiet, you know, always, like, semi-angry types. So I didn't communicate with the motherfucker a lot. But— mm-hmm. His whole life was like work, like, you know, his big dream was working for the railroad. But man, that shit seemed to You can just say autistic, Brian, it's fine. No, he wasn't autistic. He wasn't autistic at all. He was just, hmm. I think he had, I think he had like fucked his life up somehow and this was like his redemption oh, okay. type deal. But, but my thing, my point is like, he always said that he loved his job, but he never seemed like he loved it. He never seemed happy, you know. <laughs> and he would get up, he would get up and walk out the house at like three o'clock in the morning, bro, and come home at like seven p.m. You know what I mean? Just and just and and definitely look tired in the motherfucker. Like that ain't one of them jobs where you yeah. could. That ain't one of them jobs where you could skate. You know what I mean? You either somebody you either right. working your ass off or you a liability. Like everybody on them trains is working like a motherfucker. And it's because it's and it's so dangerous. It's so dangerous, bro. Like one slip up, your foot in the wrong place, your hand in the wrong place. It's like nothing stopping a train from from, from crushing your fucking bone. You know what I mean? It, 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 you know, because a lot of people forget this. Force is mass times acceleration. Meaning. Something that is fucking huge don't got to be going that fast to fuck you up. So you know, so these are these, you know these are the guys that are like when the trains coming the train yards and stuff. They're making sure they connect up and shit. So they're between them shits. You know what I'm saying? And so, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. trains are moving like one mile an hour, two miles an hour. But all it takes for you to be in because it's not gonna, you can't stop it. So your hand in the wrong place or anything, and that shit's crushing your shit. I bet you people get hurt all the fucking time on that job. You know, and, it, yeah. and and you take if you take away people because, you know, it's I think also think at least back then it was one of those jobs where, you know, there's always one person whose job is to be doing nothing. Like their job is just to be watching for safe stuff. Right. And I, I bet you that they the first ones to go. They're like, oh, we paying this motherfucker to stand around. It's like, well, there you go. You know, right. I mean, that's that's
1: a, that's one thing like normal people don't understand, too. Like whenever you're driving and there's traffic because there's like construction on a highway or something like that. Right, yeah. and people get mad because they're like, half of them are just standing around, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's the you point. need that. That's the point. Yeah, <laughs> you need you need, you need people crazy. who aren't focused
0: like, on like what's right in front of them. That's why you ever see somebody get, you ever see somebody get hit by a bus. Oh, are you not on the internet? <laughs> people, people, <laughs> people get hit. I'm, there's plenty, right? But but what you'll notice a lot of the, most of the time they get hit by a bus that's going like under 10 miles an hour. It's like, it's trying to stop or it's stopping right. and they just, and it just, it just hit them with a love tap and they fly across the fucking street. Blah, blah. blah. Like, they, like, like they got hit with a missile. Yeah, dude. Man, I don't fuck with, I don't fuck with trains, son. Like, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like, work with trains. I'll ride a train. But no, dude. It, it's wild to me that derailment is still a thing, though. Did they, did they well? Did they, what it, they talk about why it derailed? I'm, I'm guessing Yeah, apparently, Maintenance?
1: Uh, apparently, uh, yeah, it's because it's it hasn't been maintained properly because, again, they're running skeleton crews and there are... Hey, okay, one thing people don't understand is that when you're talking about like any transportation corporation, any corporation really, but transportation especially when they're transporting uh, dangerous materials and people and stuff like that, is, uh it is in their economic interest to have as few regulations as possible because every regulation that requires them to use better technology, safer technology, put more people on staff, uh, slow down the speed of the trains, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, those things cut into their profit. So they have a vested interest in doing things as dangerously as possible. Well,
0: doesn't a a derailment with the toxic chemicals, doesn't that cut into their profits?
1: Well, it does, but... Okay, so this is actually an interesting thing. Like you know how on ships they have that line, they have that weird looking line that's like a circle with a line through it mm-hmm. on the on the hull of the ship. Yeah, and you can see it like above the line. So that was that's a law. You, you need to have that, and that's like a very very old law. That's from back when British ships would be overloaded so that they could they would actually be swamped when they ran across the Atlantic because the people who owned the ships ran the numbers and realized look we can overload these ships by x amount of percent and we will lose this many more ships but we will make up in the number of lost ships by how much more shit we can send to the colonies right mm. and for them it's just a it's just a mathematical calculation
0: so say uh, so, so they how many ships that, they lost? That the the one or two derailments a year, whatever that cost them, that's that's still less money than making Correct. it safer and all of that and hiring more people. Correct,
1: and 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 the problem is that that calculation doesn't take into account. Well, yeah, but also like you're dumping vinyl chloride gas into the air, and you're displacing five thousand people from this area, and you're poisoning the. The, you're potentially poisoning the Ohio River for generations, because these are like forever chemicals. These have a these have like a half life in water uh, in in the water table of like 125 years. So you're talking about generations of like one of the most important water basins in the country, right? So that doesn't get factored into their uh, their calculations. Like remember in remember in um, Fight Club when he's on the plane and he's talking about what he does for a living and he tells the woman that he works for the car companies and when there's a problem with the with the car that causes deaths they do he's supposed to run the calculation of how much it's going to cost to recall all of the vehicles with that part in it and replace them and then compare that to how much they'll pay out in settlements to the people who are harmed by it. And if the cost of the recall is more than the cost of the settlements, they don't do a recall.
0: Mm. That's real. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Well, I think they That's, do that with everything. That, they do that with everything. And this see this is my this is my rebuttal to all those people that think I'm a socialist or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I just want shit that works, right? Because this here is the glaring flaw in our current form of capitalism, and I, I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, is that, sure, you can make an argument that socialism is uh, uh, stifles innovation and all that other shit, but the, the, the main flaw in capitalism is completely the opposite, right? Whereas when the thing that is best is not profitable, it's not going to happen it's 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 exactly. it's almost definitely not going to happen. And you know, another perfect example is like we know, we know that simply giving homeless people somewhere to live and food is both cheaper and more more effective at ending homelessness. Right? Yeah. But there's no money in that. That's just giving away money. There's no profit in that. What's profitable is like the current system we have, believe, where we 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 give money t- to companies to do something to, to open shelters, where they're incentivized to rotate people in and out. Correct. You know they want to keep the shelters. They want to keep the shelters full, so they make sure when you leave the motherfucker, you don't got every single thing you need to not come back. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like we the solution we created for homelessness actually incentivizes us to do nothing about it for real for real you know and i'm sp- and that's i'm speaking that from experience most of the people mm-hmm. that i was in that shelter with are, aren't they're not stable you know and, and and i was in there with some people that you know it was they were on a second and third go-round you know and and, yeah. and most of the people that you know you know when the, when the time limit is up Here's a perfect example. When I when I first moved in there, they 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 told us we had two years. You had you you had twenty four months to get your shit together while you in here, right? And then, and they told everybody that the whole time I came, and then and then six months before my two years was up, so I was there for about a year and a half, and then they told us, actually, we reduced it to nine months, and now y'all and y'all gotta find if you've been here longer than that, you gotta find a way to go. Y'all gotta get the fuck out. Right, which which is gonna do what? It's gonna put people in a bad yeah. spot because there's people that got there's people that that only been there for three months, you know, and now they just finding out they got six more months and they got to go, you know, and 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 it it takes six it takes six months for you to sign up for all the programs and shit. Here's a, here's another weird thing they used to do. They used to th- you would receive so so before I ended up in this shelter there I was in like a holding thing and they give you an assessment right it, it, it's it's literally a score they give you they ask you this questionnaire and each, and each answer has a certain score to it right you know basically like you know how long have you been homeless how many times have you been homeless how many, are you being sexually abused Do you have a drug problem all of these things like that right and they're okay. trying to decide you so, so they assign you a score and that score determines how urgent and how much help you get, right? Okay. And most people, like myself, you would go into that situation thinking, oh, well, you know, I don't have a drug problem. I'm not on the run. This is my first time being homeless. So obviously I have a high score. But you would be fucking wrong. The highest <laughs> score goes to the people that are most likely to... So so let's just say you're you're trying to get an apartment. So they have, the, they have these things called... Uh, VASH vouchers, which is basically kind of like Section 8, but it's backed by the VA. And there's only so many allowed in each county. And and they have all these other little programs to help you get rent and housing and all of this other stuff. But if you've been homeless three times in the last 18 months and you have a drug problem and you've been arrested twice in the last six months and you, you know, and this is— you know, and you and you and you're being abused and trafficked, like some pimp or something has some some mind control over you, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. That makes you more likely to get the apartment than somebody that's like, hey man, I just fell up on a bad way. And if, if I don't if I don't get some help, I'm gonna fall all the way. You're the bottom of the barrel last priority. This person that's more likely to lose the apartment is gonna get the apartment, and in six months, guess what? They're gonna lose the motherfucker. And they're gonna be right back. Home. Like the system is set up to
1: keep. It's going. also it's setting up the person who is not in as dire of a situation to end up in more di- of right, a right. dire situation because they're gonna end up on the street and they're gonna end up having. They're gonna end up working for a pimp. You it's know it's, what I mean? it's like, no
0: different than than than. I forget which president it was that warned us about the military-industrial complex, right? But but it's eisenhower but it's the same thing it's the homelessness industrial complex we've created this business that requires people to be homeless for it to make money so right. so, so they they come under the guise of helping people you know and i don't know how how we got off on this tangent from talking about train crashes but fuck the government is really the sentiment that i'm trying to get across fuck our current state of governance. it's 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 not serving anybody. Cause this, this reminds me yeah. of a couple of weeks ago when I, I was so pissed about Austin, Texas being fucking annihilated by freezing drizzle. I, I can't believe the people that are from here that take so much pride in this place. All those people that are like, don't, you know, because you you'll every now and then like an old white man will whisper to you, you know, hey, uh, make sure you're you from California. Yeah, hey, make sure you. Make sure you keep California in California, okay? Don't make Texas California. The, the, all the people that say the, the, they take so much pride in how it is here, right? That that aren't absolutely fucking pissed about that shit because it pissed me off. I don't know, and yeah. it, it, it bothered people. I talk about it on stage; it gets laughs. People think it's funny, but it's like, but but comedy aside, it sh- you should be furious because that was a, it was a total failure of government. Just like this this train crash. It's a total failure. What? The, why the fuck are you telling people to stay in their house? Why are you telling people to do that? It doesn't make any sense. Who told, who, it, whatever advisor, governor of Pennsylvania, what's that motherfucker's name? Whatever advisor Shapiro. told you to, who, who was it? Shapiro. Whoever told you that Shapiro, you need to fire that motherfucker. It's like why are you, ta- you you your citizens are going to die or going to have birth defects or going to have f- for what? So 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 this company don't have to admit that they fucking kill people.
1: Well, he'll be gone, Brian, by that point. Yeah, by this the time one- you know, I mean, there's there's so many things that that we're still seeing the effects of that are like, uh, you know, Reagan era policies, and it's like that motherfucker's long dead. You know, but we're still dealing with the bullshit. That he instituted.
0: So let me see here. Oh, you got to zoom in, asshole.
1: You looking up? You looking for the Ohio River Basin?
0: Yeah, I'm looking for. I'm just trying to see what, what 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 all it feed. Oh, here it is. 14 states, including a population of nearly 25 million people, and it go does it does it feed off Lake Erie? Wait a minute, am I in the wrong? I'm in. The, I don't. Google Maps is fucking useless. <laughs>
1: the Ohio River Basin covers 204,000 square miles encompassing parts of 15 states. It is home to over 25 million people, equating 8% of the population of the U.S. and provides drinking water to 3 million people. Oh, damn, hell yeah. But Holy
0: shit, that shit goes through Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Uh, goddamn... Obviously, Ohio, Kentucky... Um one
1: one thing I want to point out though Brian like you Missouri, I mean you call no. this you you call this socialism but I I mean just regulation is not socialism. Well you know? right, right. every but, but, every every country Yeah but you don't have to needs have needs to enforce regulation. You don't have
0: to have that talk with me. I I I sure. I I'm just talking to them in their language because they think anything that isn't laissez-faire capitalism is socialism. You know and right. and, and, and I guess that's really the point that I'm trying to make is you know, socialist policies are what makes capitalism work. We, because the, again, the things that are best that don't make money need to be forced. That's that's right. what it is, man. That's just what it is. Like you want weekends, you want paid time off, you want health care, you want a fucking train crash to not fuck up the water supply. You have to have the government has to force it because. There's more it because here's the other thing. It's not just that the things that don't make money don't happen. It's when the opposite thing makes money, it's impossible to make it happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is and this is a perfect example of that. Is that not only is the safe thing not profitable, but the dangerous thing is. So it's even it's even more impossible. No company's gonna voluntarily. It's like I'm suspicious of any company that does shit like that on their own. Like right now, all these cell phone companies not shipping you a charger. Talking about it's for the environment. No, it ain't <laughs> nigga. They it, they they did the calculations and, and realized that, you know, the the what they save on shipping from not having no, that extra fucking three ounces of weight in every box is more profitable than, you know, that's why they're doing it. They don't give oh, a yeah, fuck yeah. about the environment. Yeah no no, no they're just like oh yeah you don't get a charger you know you get everything else cause if they cared about the environment they would stop making phones right <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> like, they don't care about the environment motherfucker they just they want they. but they're just trying to appeal to your to your your conscious uh, whatever the fuck you know it's like it's like it's almost like you ever go to you ever go to a vegan restaurant that serves real cheese you know it's that kind of shit that's not vegan though I know wow oh. I know, but that don't stop people from marketing their shit as vegan, Cause, because because they, they know that you don't, they know that you're not going to notice, or you're not going to look that far into it, or they, they'll word yeah, it, yeah, they'll yeah. word it deceptively to make you think it's vegan cheese. They'll be like, you know, vegan ham and cheese, you know. So legally, technically, they told you there was cheese there, you know. It's, it's these oh, kind but of but it's vegan, it's vegan ham, comma <laughs> and cheese. Oh right, right. A little <laughs> yeah. extra comma for your for your digestive system. Yeah, this shit this this is in, this is infuriating to me. It's infuriating that you can't trust you can't trust these fucking politicians. I don't trust none of them. It it blows my mind how many people are so vehemently in support of certain politicians and and so vehemently against others. And not like they're not all the same. They yeah, all Yeah, this the isn't same. a
1: this isn't a this isn't a partisan thing because it's the Democrats are
0: also implicated in all this. I mean, yeah, the Democrats Demo- are the ones that shut down the railway strike. Yeah, the, listen. The governor of Texas is Republican. the The mayor of Austin is a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Who appointed the city manager that apologized when when it's still it was still people without out power? Uh, Fourteen days later, it's still some people without power. So you know. It, you it's it's because you know what it you know what it is it's worse than the sports team analogy you know it, it's worse than that because because yeah people people act like people you know people behave like like it's a sports team like they root for them no matter what they're the only one that see fouls you know but they right. also um they feel like once their team has won they don't have to do nothing else they don't got to keep pressure on them to keep promises and all this other stuff, you know. Like remember when everybody thought Obama was going to save us? Yes, I remember. Oh that. yeah, remember when everybody thought Biden was going to change? it's like, you know, and 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 I'm sure conservatives thought, felt the same way about Trump. Oh, he's the he's the ordained. The God is behind him, you know. All we got to do is just get him in there, and everything will get better. It's like going to drain all they, the swamp, Brian yeah all they ever do is they get in there, they f- they'll keep a lame promise or two, but their favorite thing to do is to pretend to be fighting the other side. You know what I mean? like you could yeah. like because because this is what made me because again guys, please don't misconstrue. I was knocking on doors in Virginia on election day for Obama. So this ain't me. This I'm not a conservative. I'm not a, you know, I'm not trying to own the libs or question republicans or none of that bullshit. I'm just telling you how it is. What disillusioned me was I remember they got the goddamn, they had the majority in they had the majority in the house, majority in the senate, and the White House. And they were sitting there telling us that what they couldn't do. And I'm like, well, if you got all of that and you still can't do shit, then what's the point? Either either you're full of shit or you're impotent. So I don't believe in none of these motherfuckers. I believe in myself. That's why I advise everybody to be strapped, keep some (laughs) cash on you, have a go bag, learn how to do some skill that'll make you useful to the camp because it's going to be camps when society collapses. You know, we all watching Last of Us. You know, make sure you, whatever camp you part of, make sure you got something to contribute. You got some kind of survival skill. Nigga, get, get, a, get a field guide that tells you which mushrooms are safe to eat or whatever the fuck. Have some kind of useful survival skill. You don't got a straight, go straight wilderness, man. But I'm just telling you, get the strap. Have a go bag, have emergency supplies because I don't think these people... I don't think they care. I don't think that I really don't think they care because I don't think that rich people like I don't think the ultra rich or the ultra powerful. The politicians. I don't I think that they believe that none of these problems will actually affect them. And that's how they behave. That's how they behave. What the fuck is an apology going to do to somebody that hasn't had power in 10 days? What is an And 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 they or people that have had power and because of some weird fucking energy stock market, their electric bill, three thousand dollars. What are they going to do? You know, what is it? What is an apology do for those people? What is a strongly worded letter condemning some atrocity? What is that going to do? Because I bet you that's what Congress is going to do. They're going to write a letter condemning the train crash they not gonna because what they really what they need what what would what would make me feel better about it is if they fucking made an example of this company. If they absolutely decimated these motherfuckers, sold, snatch them up, send people to prison, sell all their assets and use that money to clean up that fucking river. If that's even possible. The river basin, I'm sorry. That's me. That's me. Because it can't, it can't, we can't live in this world where there's no consequences for shit like this. Because that's why they do it. They're not afraid. That that was my only, that that was why I always said January 6th, all the negative things about it. It was good to finally see Congress people scared for a change. (laughs) You know? It was nice to see them afraid for a little bit. They were like, oh shit, there's people in this motherfucker. What? Because think about it, they were so relaxed. They were so not afraid of the people that they didn't even have security for real. Like they were, they were completely unprepared for people to just walk in there. You understand what I'm saying? There was like, there was like 10 security guards to protect all of Congress that was in session because they're so used to – because it ain't, it ain't like that in, in, in Europe. They're, the countries over there are teetering... They're always teetering on the edge of fucking chopping heads off again. You know what I mean? It's people It's people right now that have dragged King Charles out in the street and cut his fucking head off for the right offense. You know what I mean? It's people... In, in France, the government, they scared as fuck of the, of the people fucking because because French people don't fuck around. They will burn that motherfucker down, the whole fucking country. So it's, it's, it's like... We, we needed a little bit of that. We needed a little bit of a reminder of, hey, motherfucker, like, you don't get to just with impunity do fuck shit. The only consequence can't be that you lost an election, you know, or you lose a donor or whatever the fuck. You know, every now and then. That's why we need, that's why I love America, because we got every kind of people here and they all get a vote, even the crazy motherfuckers. And our crazy motherfuckers are who are what keeps Congress in line. That, to me, that's the fourth branch of government it's the it's the checks and balances it's the it's the, it's the judiciary the executive the supreme court oh no, no that's the judiciary it's the judiciary the executive what is congress legislative the legislative and then crazy motherfuckers <laughs> that's what keep everybody in in balance you know what i'm saying yeah so shout out shout out to domestic terrorists huh That's. it was <laughs> Huh? All right, let's answer an email before we get out of here. Let's answer some emails, yeah. <laughs> that got a little heavy. Um and I and knowing Rob, he, this nigga gonna that's the clip he gonna pick. The, all the clips he picked get me in trouble. <laughs> people be in the comments, you well oh boy, you should have saw the people last week. Whatever the last clip was about uh oh about talking talking about racism to my white friends. Oh man, the variety of responses. I want y'all to know something though. I don't I'm not gonna argue with you on the internet. You know what I'm saying? If you got something to say, if you got something to say, goddamn, email me. Or leave a voicemail. What's the new number, Rob? The number right now is
1: 323-451-1980. And I'll put it up on the screen right there and in the uh, show notes.
0: 323-451-1980. If you got an issue, look, call the the voicemail. Uh, Goddamn... Uh, goddamn! Email us, um, you know, because because listen, you don't get. To, this is my thing. I'm not gonna argue with you for free. I don't have time for that. So if you're not, putting, <laughs> if you if, if you're reacting to a clip I post from the podcast, because because here's the thing: half of the comments are people that watched the clip and didn't watch the episode. So the, so your question is being answered in the episode. So just just from the question you asked already, no, you because because here's something y'all gotta understand: every follower is not a supporter. Y'all understand? Mm-hmm. So just because you following me on Instagram, that don't you don't get. I, I, that's that don't mean shit. You know what I mean? It, 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 it you know you you're not the same as a fan. You're posing as a fan. So for, so just because you a follower with an opinion, fuck your opinion. You know what I mean? You're <laughs> a loser. If you don't support me, you don't buy tickets. You don't listen to the podcast. You just want to argue with me for free. Like my my time is valuable. I don't, I don't. I'm not gonna sit there and go back and forth with you. A lot of times, I'll just pin your comment and let other people do it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's, sometimes it's hilarious. But I don't have time to say the same stuff that you've heard before that hasn't changed your mind. You know what I mean? It's like I don't give a fuck what you think about nothing. Especially since you ain't putting no money in my pocket, you're not you're not buying tickets, you're not listening to the pod, you're not a fan, you don't watch my comedy, you haven't seen none of my specials, and you think you can just comment and I'm gonna be like, oh shit, what the fuck you say? Nope, I don't give a fuck. With I better thing, drop bro.
1: everything to. Oh talk yeah, let yeah. me first name bunch of numbers with a uh, fucking with some blue blocker oh, shades yeah. on. Well,
0: let me um, let me take an hour of my day to type out the points I made already on my podcast last week. You know what I mean? Like a video you could easily find which is the whole point of the clips in the first place. Um right. but e- but even if it ain't those people, you know, it's like it's like look, you know, participate. Cuz listen, my response is going to be content. You know what I mean? If 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 if, if you know, if you ask a, a good enough question, my response will be content. Or help me with the algorithm. Like you know what I'm saying? If you comment on the YouTube video, that's a different thing. I still might not answer your question directly, but I'm definitely going to read those. I read all those. You know what I mean? I don't always have time to respond. I'm you know, but but I'm the you know, I'm not big enough yet to, to not have time to read though. I mean, it, it'll come one day, hopefully. But I read every single comment. You know, most of I read 90% of them. Sometimes some of them I miss. Um, some of the emails I, I miss, but I see them all, or or somebody I or will bring the good ones to my attention. But it's like, that's how you get a whole, participate in the whole process, and I don't have any problem interacting with people, but these assholes, like, from outside. You know, how you hate from outside the club. Who's, whose line was that? Oh, <laughs> um, Anyway. It, it just you know whatever now to the people that I do love, here's some emails okay well, I definitely started this one <clears throat> Brian Rob oh it, the the title of this email is probably a long email okay uh mostly I wanted to email you before Brian, you pop- Brian
1: before before you get started on this one, I just want to say to people, I don't mind a long email please give me paragraph breaks yeah this, yeah, this is, is, is like a, this, is, this is a block. And this is a good email, so I want to read this email. Okay, but it's like a, it's a block.
0: So. so you read this one. This is good, huh? Okay, mostly I wanted to email you before your podcast gets too popular for you to actually read it. To see this guy is tracking. You see what I'm saying? I'm a fan from the first time I saw you on Netflix, and I thought your podcast appearance on YMH was hilarious. Me too. I'm glad, however, that your podcast has kind of found its own lane. Funny, yes, but not exactly a comedy podcast that is a perfect description of our podcast uh, reading and commenting on news articles is great but I'm glad that for now at least you seem to have laid off of the clickbait zany headlines I don't know what that means lots of people do that but not so many people can create a clear level headed dialogue about fascism or modern day racism like you and your bleeding heart liberal Rob <laughs> I am right in the middle of people reading love a book- calling me a liberal it's amazing I know what. What would you call yourself, Rob? Because you were not a liberal. I, 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 I don't know. What, I don't know what I would call you. Um, definitely a, a leftist. I would call Rob yeah, a, a, a a just shy of extreme leftist. Rob, I am a uh, yeah, I, but liberal with a pistol rhymes. So, it, or it kind of rhymes. Yeah. So that that's, it, that's it, yes, a better it. ring to it. Um, Rob, I am right in the middle of reading a book called Think Again, The Power of Knowing What You Don't Know by Adam Grant. In this book, he describes how even some of the smartest people can handicap themselves into ignorance by knowing rather than using the tools of humility to rise to excellence and how a little bit of knowledge can sometimes make people so much stupider than none at all. Steve Jobs was successful because he was smart, but because his team convinced him i'm sorry steve jobs wasn't successful because he was smart but because his team convinced him to humble himself enough to change his mind and put a phone inside the ipod saying you are the advice champ doesn't automatically make you one uh yes it does were it anyone else (laughs) the opposite might actually be true your willingness to answer some of these questions with an honest i don't know is what makes the rest of your answers so much sharper and cleaner Your and Rob's humility and empathy is what makes this smart show even smarter and probably much more popular. I hope that the E6 from the last show can learn to look at his black and female contemporaries the way they look at each other or that the amateur prosecutor might think about why it is wrong to punish someone for being hungry enough to steal because that's fascism. What a great email. Thanks. Uh, Thanks, Sam. Um, Yeah. Oh, by the way. Oh, man, I got those ranks so wrong last episode or the one before <laughs> that. Uh, I'm surprised. I mean, a lot of people screwed in my inbox. I'm surprised I didn't get more angry emails about it because I was right at first. And then I, you know, I questioned myself. Always mind your first mind or don't. It just rhymes. So it sounds like good advice. But uh, but yeah, I was totally fucked up on those ranks from the military. And I don't give a fuck. What you going to do? Punish me? What you going to call me to the commander so He can suck my dick. <laughs> um um anyway what a great what a great email that was that was very well put um yeah could have used could have used some paragraph breaks in there for sure but um but i ain't mad at it i ain't mad at it hey guys love the show and i would love to hear your advice on knowing when it's time to move to another state i have never done this and it is very daunting i currently live in nyc and i've had it wait a minute did we answer this did we answer cur- this one? I currently live in NYC, and I've had it up to here with this city. I'm noticing the swarms of rats are slowly becoming the norm more than ever before. It's to the point where women and children aren't even phased by them anymore and are adjacent to squirrels. Outside of that, the cost of living is pushing me to move, but my biggest fear is ending up somewhere racist. I am black, especially since I have a job opportunity in Texas. And two, how do I tell my girlfriend who just finished college and just started her job here in NY? Sorry if this is a bit long feedback. Would be greatly appreciated. Well, I I thought we responded to this, but just in case we haven't. Maybe it, we did. Well, whatever. Did, did we? Um, let's see if I give the same advice I gave last week or two weeks ago. Um, my Well, first of all, the girlfriend ain't part of this. Do, n- listen, un- unless you marry or got a baby, do not make major life choices over a significant other. That's that's me. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's for, Unless it's for life it's no there's no reason for you to cuz I know way too many people that have moved or not moved for a boyfriend or girlfriend you know what I'm saying and you and and you're setting yourself because here's the thing if you take this girl with you if she move like okay say you move you she moved cuz you moving now whatever stage of your relationship is at in her mind now is it's now at the like the expectations put on the relationship now increase exponentially because she's upended her whole life for you you might as well have married it you know what i'm saying is so so basically what i'm saying is it rushes it rushes the relationship for you to for you to ask ask that of someone right um two you know if she's great she'll still be there in a couple of years you know what i mean when you get your shit sorted right um but also, but 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 say the opposite. Say you stay because she don't want to move. Now that plants that little seed of resentment, you know, and that and that can be built on and you know on and on and on and on and later on it, it it explodes because you 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 know I don't know how big of the opportunity is or why you want to get the fuck out of there. Um, obviously, like yeah, New York City's cr- it's crazy to move there right now. To me, it's so expensive. The rats are out of control. The trash is on the street. Um, the crazy behavior is just like normalized. People are just nuts, you know. I, I, you know, I don't know. But some people like if you're from there, I get it. Like you take a pride in it. You've you you've survived it, you know. But I, I would like to be somewhere I don't have to survive. Anyway, if you're trying to move somewhere where there's no racism, <laughs> I got news for you, buddy. There's there's nowhere like that. There's there's uh, you know. I, I what i'll say is there it's a spectrum there's different flavors of racism you understand what i'm saying and there's places you might move where you know where like the clan is in that town so yeah that's definitely off the table and then the whole opposite side of that is like you might move somewhere like um like goddamn you know portland or uh or or vermont or whatever right and it's like Those are those kind of places where it's like they think they love black people, but there just aren't enough black people there for them to hate one. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it ain't no niggas around. (laughs) So they, they are so unfamiliar with you that you still experience otherness. You know what I mean they you're gonna still get racism but it's from people that don't think they racist I guess very most racists don't think they're racist but I mean the, you get you, it's like you're getting race, you're getting racism from racists that don't think they racist or you're getting racism from racists that are that think they anti-racists you know what I mean like racists that say they love you <laughs> but they, they don't they just don't get it you know what I mean so there's nowhere where you're gonna move is that's free of racism I mean that's crazy for you to think that's possible. You know what I mean? Or, unless what you mean is like you want to move to like a predominantly black city like Atlanta or Houston or something like that. But there's racism in those places, too. You know what I'm saying? So, and I mean, then... I, and I then, don't know, it, know if it, he's then, saying... Go ahead.
1: I, I don't know if the line is between like racist and not racist. Like you said, it's a spectrum, right? And it's like... Right. You're, it, he's talking about moving to Texas, which... I moved to Texas. Awesome. There's, a big, there's a big difference between... New York City. Move into Houston. Move into Austin. Move into Dallas. Move into El Paso. Oh, well, well right. That's into- what
0: you're right. You're right. That's what I'm saying. It's like if you're because you know the big difference is which which, which races has the most influence. Like Houston would be, <laughs> you know, Austin is a very white city. Yeah, I would I would I would classify it as aggressively white. You know, I think Houston is probably the blackest city in Texas, I could be wrong about that. But I'm pretty sure it is. Um, it's also the gayest city in Texas. San, actually, it might be the gayest city in America. San Francisco has that reputation, but I'm pretty sure for a long time Houston has actually been pretty progressive about gay shit. Um, and and then El Paso is is uh, is still white, but it's also Latino or Mexican, really. So yep. it's you know I I think the culture the culture is very Mexican. Just like Houston, the culture is very black and in in Austin it's just very white. You know, this is this is a a, a cup of tap water of a city. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> it's the it's it's a blank canvas, you know. It's uh but it is nice. Austin Austin is nice. It's it's all but Austin is also like theoretically the most progressive city. Um I don't know. Maybe maybe I would have had a better, you know, maybe I would have a clearer view of it if I was around cuz I just found out that they y'all had a who was who was the lady governor that everybody worshiped? I can't remember her name. Everybody loved this lady. Um I, I think she was like a conservative that like pushed through some liberal policies or something like that and you know, Austin's a very purple city cuz it, it isn't really a liberal city. It like it, it's considered a liberal city relative to the rest of Texas. But it's not a blue city in a red state. It's a purple city in a red state. It's very, it's much, it's very much like San Diego. Okay. You know what I mean? Where it's like the like it, it, it's it's run by conservatives, but it's inhabited by liberals, and so they have to acquiesce. So they're as liberal as they have to be. You know, it's that kind of thing. I mean, there's
1: a- there's honestly there's very few. Left wing cities in the United States. Even in California, you know, LA has tons of conservative policies
0: because the United States is very right wing. And it's weird that California gets that reputation because the overwhelming majority of California is like rural. You know? Yeah. It's like you, because you, because you, you, you you might be like you, like I said, you might be in San Diego, you might be in Los Angeles, but you go fucking 40 minutes outside the motherfucker and you're in. You know, you might as well be in Iowa or some shit. You know what I mean? It was right. Wendy Davis. Wendy Davis. Yeah, I nice. heard people talking about her the other day, like, reminiscing about a governor. I was like, wow, I never heard that before. Um, she was okay. a state senator. Yeah. Did she should she not become governor? Mm-mm. She, become, yeah. she got popular because she stood for, like, 14 hours straight or 15 hours straight. No, I'm no, no. The- the, well, this is just someone I heard about. But she was a woman, and she was the governor of Texas right or maybe she was the mayor of Austin. Yeah, I don't think we've had any woman governors. No? That's not true. Of Texas? Yeah, there's no been no female governors? Oh, Ann Richards? Ann Richards, that's who it was. Yeah. So, did every, why does everybody miss her, do you know?
1: No, this is back in what? 91 and 95. Okay. Austin mayor. No, she was the forty-fifth governor, Ann Richards.
0: Okay, well, maybe I just brought her up for no reason. Maybe I. Oh, she's dead. Okay, so she's all right. <laughs> all right, one more. Um, oh okay, yeah, we answered that. Let me let me go to the top here. Let me answer one of these recent ones. Uh, family and death. Oh wow, this, was for this miles. is from my heavy one. Hey, Brian, I just lost my mom, and she was a mean and cruel person. I'm an alcoholic and trying to get sober. But I want to ask for the podcast, what advice would you give in a situation of losing someone who wasn't a good person but you still love them? appreciate the podcast. You're on the path to become a goat. Thanks for the podcast and comedy. It honestly helps. Um. Well, the thing is, I don't think there's a wrong answer to this question um i mean because you can you can you can still love somebody that's a piece of shit you know but it's all about how much i think what you what you don't owe people is more than you have to give you know so whatever whatever is required um but there's there's no like i said there's no there's not a correct answer you know what i mean you everyone grieves differently you grieve how you want to grieve um we all have a family member that's a piece of shit that we still love for some reason um you know and and i don't think that's i don't think that's wrong you know i i feel like we you know we society now puts us in a situation where you know, any anyone you know that's ever done something horrible, you have to like disavow them, like like you running for office, you know. And I, I don't do that. I don't throw away my friends. Only betrayal will do that. You know, betrayal or or fucking with the babies. You know what I'm saying? You fucking with kids, or you betray me, or you betray someone I love. That's then I got to cut you off. You know what I'm saying? And even then, it's like you know. I I understand that people that don't, you know what I'm saying? Jeffrey Mama Jeffrey Dama Mama still loved him. Mhm. the day he died, you know what I'm saying? Knowing he knowing he was eating motherfuckers. He was eating and raping. And some and, and not in that order sometimes. You know? And and you know, so it's like you can't you don't control your emotions. You can't pretend like you don't love people. You know? So I so I would say, you know, if if you can, if it's possible, you know, go to therapy. Work. You know, unpack some of that. Work it out. You know, because you can still heal from whatever pain your mom caused you, or you can still get gain a little closure from confronting some of the things. Because, cause I, I understand the the I understand the mind the mind state that that puts you in to to love someone that's a horrible person because i'm 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 just i'm i'm inferring from your letter that she was horrible to you you know and mm-hmm. and that and that puts that puts you in a weird mental place to like care about someone that you know is awful especially when they've been awful to you but you can still work on that all the things you've been avoiding you know cuz you 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 when you grow up in that kind of environment you do this tap dance where you you know you get as much love in as you can until it go until it goes dark and then you have to you know cry and suffer hoping for the next the wave of love and you know and, and again i'm assuming a lot about your life because this is a like a one paragraph um email but uh but yeah you still get to heal or you know what if you want to go tap dance on her grave i'm with you on that too i support you I, i'll i'll buy a fuck that bitch t-shirt you know what i'm saying <laughs> Because like I said, either thing is correct. There's no wrong way for you to handle your grief. There's no wrong way for you to process your uh, your emotions so long as um, they don't harm someone else or yourself. You got any insight on this, Rob? Or do you, you think that was enough?
1: I, I mean, I, I agree with everything you just said there. I think that um, talking with therapists about it is really good because part of the reason why you know I again I'm going to make some assumptions just based off of the brevity of this but um if you're if you have a problem with alcohol you know and your mom was cruel to you you know I had a I had a very cruel grandmother um and there's some intergenerational trauma associated from that with the way that my grandmother treated my mom who then treated me a certain way and um those emotions are very complex and people don't talk about them very often about how you, that's still your mom, even when they abuse you, even when they mistreat you. And, um, I know for me, one of the things that I had to work through was, uh, and I had issues with alcohol abuse in the past and that was self self medicating because of the confusion that it caused me the like, the stress that it caused me, the anxiety that it caused me of... Um, I felt that I was fucked up, that I could love somebody that did that kind of stuff to me. And um, what I realized through talking it out through my therapist, one of the things that I realized was that um, I didn't have to feel bad about that because the fact that you can feel love for somebody who is who mistreats you or who is cruel or who is abusive that shows something very powerful and positive about yourself Um, that you are capable of loving somebody like that is actually a very powerful and positive thing. So, um, you know, he asks, he asks, you know, what is the advice that you give in a situation of losing somebody? It's unclear what he's asking for advice on how to do, you know, are you asking for advice on how to let go of this person? Um, Are you asking for advice on how to process your feelings about who this person was in your life now that they're dead? So they're really, you know, maybe there isn't any chance of reconciliation and maybe that was something that you were interested in. So, you know, it's hard to know exactly what advice to give because I'm not sure what he's asking for, but I would say that, you know, these emotions are going to be complex and my general advice is to find somebody that you can talk to, whether it's a therapist or partner or a friend or something especially a therapist because you don't want to these emotions can complicate your relationship with your partner for instance um, find something that you can process these emotions with um, by talking them out because um, if you just keep them inside then you get caught in these loops and it causes that anxiety that can tr- that can often be a trigger. For alcohol abuse or drug abuse, so if you already have issues with that kind of stuff, I think getting this stuff out and having somebody that you can talk to about it to process these emotions um, will be super helpful.
0: Yeah, yeah, and also you know you learn to forgive the most horrible people in your life, and you you know it, it's easier to forgive yourself. You know, that's a big one.
1: Yeah, I think the fact that. The fact that this person was cruel and mean to them um, and they're still capable of loving them, I think that indicates that this person has a capacity, has a great capacity for love and so they should reflect that back on themselves. They should learn to have love for themselves in spite of um, some of the trauma that
0: they might have experienced um, growing up with this person. Son of a bitch. Okay, I think that wraps it up. You know what? Let's wrap this episode up with, um, let's close this episode with uh, Griffin Parker's instrumental Dirty Dishes.
1: Absolutely. Love I haven't heard
0: it. Let me see what this shit sound. Let me see if it's can be it, it cracked. I might change my mind. Drift don't miss. This is one of those beats you can't turn on at the function because your uncle insist on freestyle. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, uh, guys, thank y'all for making it through episode 50. We hope you learned a little bit. We hope you got a little laugh in. we forget anything, Rob? Oh, don't forget. Um, I am on. Actually, this week I will be in Denver with Ari Shafir. Um. Um, from the well, damn, from the fifteenth to the twentieth, and then the twenty fourth to twenty fifth. So next Friday and Saturday, I'll be in Seattle, uh, uh, and the weekend after that, I will be in Colorado Springs. Um, and then I got Jacksonville coming up also next month in uh, in March. So yeah, you can go to briansimpsoncomedy for those tickets, or you can go to my socials, Comedian, on all the platforms, and click on you know the link in my bio. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email us at pswithbryanseason at gmail.com. If you want to leave a voicemail from the advice champ, uh, give us a call at uh, what's the number again? 323-451-1980. Three, two, three. Three, two, three, one, one, also, don't forget to tune into Apocalypse Now with Eddie Pepitone. Um don't forget to turn into the Josh Potter show. And don't forget to check out the comedyfrequency.com who is our production. Alright, see y'all next week. Oh wait, 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 wait. Uh, and also, if you really, really want to support the podcast, buy something from one of the sponsors. The links are in below.